Hello, I'm Wayne, and this is my Iron Maiden podcast, sponsored by Ski Strawberry Moose. Be transported to Alpine Mountains with one spoonful of smooth, creamy goodness. It's not for fools. On these shows, I look at the songs of Iron Maiden and how they influenced me growing up as a boy in 1980s and 1990s Birmingham. I look at them today as well as a man in his mid-40s. This week, I'm looking at a song called Como Esta Amigos, which is track 8 on the Virtual Eleven album. Last week, I looked at track 7, which was Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger, and I had some feedback on the show. I had several comments on the song. Uh, yeah, A few people saying it isn't very good, agreeing with me. Someone called Feddy Mish, or Feed Mish, on Twitter said, It's the worst Maiden song ever, and the lyrics don't help either. James Ford agreed with this, saying, Probably one of the worst set of lyrics ever committed to paper from Steve. It probably took him like five minutes. The only high point of this dreadful tune was the part where Blaze sang quietly, and then the instrumental section. He goes on to say, this James Ford, that this album has aged badly and is poor compared to the X Factor. That wasn't all negative. We had a loud mouth lordy comment, and he said he played the hell out of this track when it was new, and he still enjoys it. He says, I'm a fan of both Blaze albums. The only problems were the production and Harry's insistence on recording in his garden shed. So there we are, mixed comments. Now, on Twitter, I also posted that I'd made some mistakes in the episode, which I noticed after putting it live. But thankfully, no one commented on those mistakes or pointed them out. One mistake was, I didn't mention that the second line was, don't look through the eyes of a fool. I basically said that all the lines were the same, and they replaced stranger with fool. But don't look to the eyes of a stranger, don't look through the eyes of a fool. That gives it a bit of extra meaning. But I don't really have time to have yet more analysis on that song. But basically, it suggests that, You, or the person looking at the stranger, might be the fool if you do look to those eyes of a stranger. So I hope that makes sense and helps shed some more light on that track. Another mistake was thanking Andrew Lachess for his tip. Now if you're listening and your name is Andrew Lachess, then I don't thank you for this tip. You don't get any credit. It was actually Anthony Lachess. So I do apologise for this error and for properly pronouncing your surname wrong. Now, of course, the Iron Maiden tour has started since last week's episode, and I have said there's no spoilers, so I won't be talking about that too much on these shows. But something did happen in that first gig that caught my attention. On Reddit, people were talking about Adrian getting annoyed at Nico messing up a bit. And it made me think of, that clip from the loneliness of the long-distance runner that I played, and we got annoyed then as well. It's a good chance to play that clip again. So, even though I'm not playing any footage, this is what it might have sounded like based on previous episodes. What's he doing?
Right, anyway, this week, Como Estas Amigo goes. Yeah, I'm struggling with this. Como, I think I've got right. Esta. Estais. Esta. Amigos. Amigos. Those are the three words. Now look at what those mean, later. But it translates to, how are you, friends? So maybe I should ask you. How are you, friends? And you can answer at the end of the episode if you like. On Spotify, you can do this. I can put questions at the end or polls. That's good. So yeah, if you see that, if you if you make it to the end, then yeah, type in your answer, um, or, or or you could comment on social media. Or don't. You know, you don't have to. Um, but I think we need to try and encourage to talk about how you are, how you feel, how we feel, and and that question is important. But then maybe you don't feel that we're friends, so you know maybe it's not appropriate. Maybe it's too soon. But it's been over a hundred episodes. You know, come on. Uh, but then yeah, especially like when you call someone mate, you know, it's a bit throwaway. You don't know them. So yeah, that, there's a lesson or, or a message from that just then that that wittering on that you could you could check in with people that you haven't heard from in a while. You know, maybe whether they seem happy or not. Just you know, ask them how they are. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. And if people do ask you how you are, then don't just respond in autopilot, because that happens a lot. Here's an example of a common conversation that I might have had in the office when I worked in data input. Morning, how you doing? Five thanks, how are you? Yeah, good. Now that was me putting on a voice there to demonstrate a conversation. That doesn't mean that I used to talk to myself like that in the office. No matter what people might have said. I sat on my own, but I listened to my discman. When people come into the office, or your office, or, uh, I don't know, garage, or wherever you work, shop, you might get this. But what I'm getting at is try and make people talk. Don't just accept this general response. Or, you know, don't just say fine yourself. Go into detail. You know, yeah, not so bad. Although I had to run for the bus this morning, and that didn't go down well, because I had three Weetabix. When I ran for the bus, I pretended to be Daley Thompson. You know, how he ran in that LucasAid advert in the 80s and in the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think people might appreciate that, wouldn't you? More than just saying fine. But turns out they don't. I didn't ask people this at school, how they were. Perhaps children don't. It's not a question they would think about. That they have structured conversation or etiquette. Just go in straight in with the insults. Or the you know the, the personal questions, but then maybe I should actively try and communicate with those people from the past now and ask them, you know Thomas Spencer, Mahmoud the Penguin Khan, even Caroline Blissett, you know rather than just looking at their faces on LinkedIn and getting annoyed at their skills and experience sections. Now this isn't a song about looking out for the health and well-being of others and listening to them. It's about war again. Now this in particular is a tribute to soldiers in the Falklands War, which explains that language in the title. Now it starts off with quite a different tone. You know, it sounds quite slow and, and simple, with just a hi-hat counting out the beat. Come on, 
Now, the vocal sounds quite emotional, you know, quite soft, and that's nice. And the first line, that's actually different to the title. Como esta amigo. And that means, how are you, friend? Not friends. No, esta, in this case, is different from the title. Esta rhymes with vesta. You know, those curries in a box. So, it doesn't actually say the title in it. It's a different form of the question because it's just one person. Whereas the t- whereas the title, that's about everybody, you know, friends, lots of people. So esta changes to this estais or estai. You might remember that I once had the idea of doing language podcasts after getting some good encouraging messages from Cristiano Matos in Brazil. You might remember he was learning English through my podcast. wonder if he's still listening. And as I'm coming to the end of a series, maybe I should consider future options for podcasts. Yeah, maybe that's one. Or, or ASMR, remember that? I got some nice comments after doing my jigsaw commentary. But uh, yeah, probably stick to Iron Maiden. Not like Trevor. Now, despite it being friend, in this case, the, the translation, not friends, this could be addressed to anyone or everyone, as he then mentions the death of those we don't know. It talks about how we should acknowledge these deaths, whether by kneeling and praying, or keeping the fires burning. And there's a nice change when this section comes in. Shall we keep the fires burning? Shall we keep the flames alive? The end of this section, what is wrong and what is right, seems a bit childish. It sounds like he's making words fit a syllable count which we've talked about before. Who can tell if it's wrong or if it's right? That's from Roxanne, by the police. So why are we thinking about the police now with Iron Maiden? We had this last week, didn't we? Don't stand so close to me. Have the police replaced Marillion? Anyway, let's hear that line again. That's right, well, yeah, Mr. Men, Mr. Wrong. But we've had this the other week when we talked about right. We said there wasn't a Mr. Right, but there was a character called Mr. Right in Mr. Wrong. But this week, we're looking at Mr. Wrong, who was a character, and he had the wrong gloves on and a flower pot for a hat. That's it. Then we get the chorus, where it says, no more tears. But then it says, if we live for a hundred years, amigos, no more tears. So no more tears means we should stop crying about these people who are dying. You know, we shouldn't have to do that, basically. It doesn't mean we shouldn't feel emotion. It means there shouldn't be any tears full stop because war shouldn't be happening. And at this point, it's still good vocally. I don't even mind the O's that follow this. The next section starts with, and if we do forget them. Warning, warning, oh, Mr. Men alert! Warning, warning, Mr. Men alert! I this... Oh, that's it. Uh, yeah, okay, well, there's a Mr. Man called Mr. Forgetful, but you can't have forget. You can't tick him off 
because forget isn't enough. You know, he could have had jelly, um, Mr. Jelly, when when he said jellied brains, because he actually said jelly. You know, technically, he did say jelly within the word jellied. But here, he doesn't say forgetful. He just says forget. So you can't have it. Um, so I, I suppose it's good that this was pointed out, just in case you're doing that sort of bingo card thing. Um, anyway, let's lighten the mood a bit. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Hello, I'm Annie Gers from Iron Maiden, and welcome to another Getting Jiggy With It. How are you, friends? Up north, we say, a right pet, or a right man. But no one's wrote a song with that as a title. Friends, eh? Dancing with friends can be fun. Maybe at the youth club or disco tech. But a lot of them won't be as good as you like. I see all the Iron Maiden fans dancing at our concerts, arms around each other in a circle, maybe jumping up and down, and I want to stop them and give them some pointers. But I'm playing guitar, and Steve would tell us off if I stopped. This song mentions a dance in the sunlight. I think everyone should dance in the sunlight. Wake up early and dance as the sun comes up. Don't miss a minute and don't forget the sun cream. Eh, dancing in the sunlight. Don't get it mixed up with dancing in the moonlight. That's Thin Lizzy. Not Top Loader though, because they're shite. Reminds me of all them Jamie Oliver adverts for Sainsbury's years ago. He was wearing one of my jumpers in that advert. I hated it. Couldn't wear it again. I got it from H&M. I burned all his books. Five minute meals? Shite minute meals, more like. If I see him wearing denim, I'll be straight round his house. Remember how he played drums for that shite Scarlet Division with his chubby cheeks and lovable cockney? Oh, one of the lads' repartee. I'm not having it. Getting jiggy with it. So that section I was looking at, which started with Not a Mr. Man, uh, some strings come in to help it out. Um, it says, and if we do forget them uh, and the sacrifice they made, will the wickedness and sadness come to visit us again? So that's a common thought, isn't it, around war? That's why we try and remember them, um, whether it's with a poppy, whether it's you know, Remembrance Sunday, whatever. Um, we have to recall what happened so we don't go through all that again. That's the idea, but of course, we, we, we are going through war. War still happens, so yeah. We have to be careful not to be desensitised because there's lots of bad news and we seem to move on quickly and forget some of these bad things because there seems to be a bad thing every week. Now the song kicks in and the next verse and chorus, they're heavier, but they don't change the mood too much because the melody stays the same as before. Then we get the sort of instrumental section and the first guitar bit, that's a bit like a jig. And yeah, that means Yannick Gers was a songwriter. Then we get a sort of solo. Um, and that guitar reminds me a bit of the intro to Fortunes of War. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll play them side by side. Then 
that's interesting that there's a link between this and a song about war. You know, so maybe that is a good throwback. And then it's back to the jig. There's an interesting line that says, Inside the scream is silent. And that's a sort of reference to the suffering after war. You know, people don't want to talk about it. And again, that's a flashback to before, wasn't it? On the X Factor, that, that line, After the war, what does a soldier become? You know, everything's shut up inside. And then again, a line that says, No victory and no vanquished. So yeah, no winners, no losers. On this battlefield, no one wins. We've, we've had this theme before as well. So as I said, it was about the Falklands specifically, but a lot of this lyrical stuff, you know, you could relate to any war, any conflict. And it's quite a good closing song because of the difference in mood. And it's the first closer to date that Steve Harris hasn't had any writing credit on. And it's also the only song not played live from the album. And we learned last week from Steve Harris's diary that this was because it wasn't written by him. But you may know that Blaze Bailey has done an acoustic version of this live. Ryan, give Trevor a ring. Hi, Wayne. Hi, Trevor. How are you doing? Oh, oh, sorry, I should say, how are you, friends? Uh, friend. Fine, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Hang, hang on, no. We need more details. OK. Uh, yeah, well, I'm good. It's nice weather, isn't it? Keeping the goths away. A few bank holidays lately, so I've been able to do more things. Like what? Oh, well, yeah, go on day trips. Where to? What is this? Twenty questions. Well, I just want detail. Earlier in this episode, I said we should ask people how they are, but do it properly, having a conversation. Well, I've said this before. You always ask what I've been up to. Well, yeah. Well, I notice there's no songs called What Have You Been Up To, Friends? No, but what I mean is, you ask me, and when I occasionally turn it round, you flap about. I don't flap. All right, what have you been doing? Listen to Iron Maiden. Rubbish. I have. I mean, we need more info. OK, uh, I bought some jeans the other day. Great. Are you being sarcastic? No, but we're learning about you. The listeners might not know you wear jeans. Listener. Anyway, uh, this song, one I can't pronounce. Yeah, I like it. Uh, seems quite unique. A slow one with Blaze. I mean, there are other slow songs, but even Wasting Love or Darkest Hour, they seem quite big in the sound, and this seems quite basic. Where does it rank alongside other war songs? Well, being an album track, it's not going to get mentioned, is it, alongside those famous war songs? Even Falklands-related ones? I mean, it's good, but it's no shipbuilding. I suppose the lyrics are pretty decent, but feels like they could have had more detail. I mean, it's quite a deep topic, but they keep it quite general, like on other songs. Yeah, I suppose. The sad thing is, it probably will be relevant if it's heard in a hundred years. What do you mean? Well, still be an important message. I don't think humanity will have changed. Also, Iron Maiden's work will be important because of that general nature of the lyrics. OK, so you've got a poem. Yeah, last one of the 90s. Yeah, uh, OK, I hope it's a good one. How am ya, Bab? They used to say in the shops when I popped down for some sweets, squash moustache round me chops. But now there's no such conversation. Self-service tills and much frustration. I make a joke and no one hears. No more laughter, no more tears. Okay, so maybe you should explain the first line. How am ya, Bab? 
Yeah, well, that's how people ask how you are in the shops, or it was. So, yes, yeah, about the the lack of community, the, the lack of chat in the shops, you're just dealing with a robot on, on the self-service till. Yeah, essentially. It's all AI. It will be replaced on this podcast. No, it won't. Although I suppose an AI would, would come up with some good poetry. Yeah, maybe. But we wouldn't have feeling. Right, that's great. A squash moustache, what's that? Well, we all had them, didn't we? When we drank orange squash or black currants out of Tupperware beakers. You know, I drank it too fast, so I ended up with this sort of squash smile, like a clown. I called it a squash moustache. Great. Don't pretend you don't know about it. Can I be on longer next week? Why? Oh, it's the album review special. Well, OK, well, you might be on longer. You know, there's no poemies, but we get your top three. Well, I mean, for the whole episode, you know, I've got 50-50, like a co-host. No, I don't think so. OK, well, anyway, I'll ring you next week, yeah, album review special. OK, thanks. Bye, thanks, Wayne. Bye. Right, you can follow me on social media. I'm at Wayne Maiden on Twitter. I've got Facebook and Instagram. And I'm also on Ko-Fi, which is a buy-me-a-coffee-type donation site. And I'd like to thank anyone who's left a tip or monthly subscription there. Thank you very much for your support. I had a comment from Nicholas, uh, Nicholas N, um, and he says, I've just listened to your Christmas special. Uh, don't you know it's June? Well, yeah, obviously I didn't just release it. It's been out for a few years. You know, you, your fault for listening to it in June. I suppose some people in Australia might celebrate Christmas around this time, but what do you want me to do? Delete it for 11 months and just bring it back for December? Ridiculous. Also had a comment from David C., uh, he says that, interesting that you mentioned a new girl, Nicola Pierce, uh, how she offered you a lift. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, you might recall that. Um, I, I, I didn't take up the offer because she was a stranger. Uh, but then he goes on to say, how does she compare to Fiona Gregory in your top six girls you've ever spoken to? Well, I'm quite disappointed by this because why hasn't he rounded this up to a top ten? You know, like most people would. What's he trying to say? Or a top 173? Like the Iron Maiden song list in Loudwire. I have spoken to girls. Don't just restrict it to six. Um, so that's disappointing. Uh, and Anyway, I can't compare her to Fiona Gregory. Now, I worked with this Nicola Pierce uh, for less than a year. Uh, yeah, I went to school with Fiona Gregory for over ten years. So in Iron Maiden song terms, Fiona Gregory's like revelations. You know, I've known her for a long time. It's very pleasant to think about, but, but still got an air of mystery. Whereas Nicola Pierce, you know, she's like the time machine. You know, she might be getting a bit of interest right now, but gotta say, I can't remember much about it. Anyway, back to this week's song, which I'm sure you're all gonna write in and tell me how to pronounce. And I know what's coming. I know you can all type it out and assume that your your typing has some sort of audio behind it that I can therefore pronounce it. We've well, had it with Brian Blessed, all sorts of things, future real, probably. I, I can't remember. Too many. Um but yeah, this song, um, interesting because it's a slower song and I find that these tend to divide opinion. I mean, Wasting Love is, is a recent one I've covered on this podcast and that's one I see that people often rate highly, but then a lot of people don't. You know, they see it as a not an Iron Maiden song. And I feel this one might be the same, um, but I think there's a bit more respect for it due to the topic of the song. And interestingly, this one and Wasting Love, which, which I've just picked up on, they're on two of the albums most likely to be rated lower by fans. 
So are these highlights on the album, or are they just part of the problem you know, that makes them lower-ranked albums? We'll see where it ranks for me on uh, the album review show next week. Now, what I do find interesting is the length of the song. So, yeah, without looking, how long do you think this song is? No, you're wrong. Actually, probably one person might luckily guess the exact amount of seconds. But um, it's longer than it seems, and that's probably because it's a slow song. But as an example, well, it's five and a half minutes, basically. It's just a bit more than that. Um, but as an example, it's longer than Die With Your Boots On. And that's ridiculous. But then I suppose that does seem to go on for ages. All right, well, that's that then for another week. That's the, well, another week. That's the final song of the 90s. And one more episode to go. The album review show for Virtually Leather. So I hope you can join me for that. And yeah, once again, thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.